Hello and welcome back to How About That Crypto. You're watching your daily crypto news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist on Twitter and Bitcoin Hairstylist on Instagram. I'm here Monday through Friday and I explain crypto and Web3 while keeping you up to date on the latest. Today's news stories are about the Russia conflict, uh, Russia-Ukraine conflict. My prayers go out to all those involved and I hope this thing gets resolved peacefully as soon as possible or starts off being peaceful because uh, it doesn't seem it's very peaceful so far. Okay, so sanctions are being levied by the West and um, crypto exchanges are playing their part. Uh, the markets are responding and there's just so much, to, um, so much to unpack today. And so if you like the content, if you don't like content, please let me know by leaving a comment below and uh, please like and subscribe. It helps support the channel and it doesn't cost you anything. And just to be clear and litigious, this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. You could use the links below to do your own research. All right. So Bloomberg reports Ukrainian government wants broad crypto crackdown on regular Russians, like everyday Russians. So let me show you that, what that looks like. And if you're listening on podcasts, you can you check out the links uh, below and you can follow along or you could just kind of listen in. So Ukraine government wants broad crypt crypto crackdown on Russians. And um, there's a tweet here from the vice, uh, what is he, the vice Pre prime minister, Mikhailo Fedorov. I hope I did not butcher that name. It says that I am asking all major crypto exchanges to block addresses of Russian users. It's crucial to freeze not only the addresses linked to Russian and Belarusian politicians, but also to sabotage ordinary users. Several CEOs of, of sorry, several CEOs of crypto exchanges have offered their support to Ukraine. Binance donated $10 million and an affiliate, the Binance Charity Foundation, launched a fund to provide emergency relief through crypto crowdfunding. Binance told Bloomberg in response to Fedorov's tweet, a Binance spokesperson told Bloomberg by email that the exchange would not unilaterally freeze millions of users' accounts, as this would fly in the face of the reason why crypto exists. However, we are taking the steps necessary to ensure we take action against those that have had sanctions levied against them, while minimizing impact to innocent users. Should the international community widen those sanctions further, we will apply those aggressively as well. Additionally, Ukrainians are asking for and offering rewards for politicians, wallet addresses. Hopefully exchanges will not uh, communicate with them. I think that's the hope here is that once we identify, once they identify who these people are, they, they will give them to the crypto exchanges and say, don't interact with them. We'll see if they actually do that. But I think right now it seems that crypto exchanges are complying and doing the work to make sure to follow those sanctions put on by the US and Europe. Regarding the Russian evasion of sanctions, this article uh, talks about uh, Chainalysis, which is a blockchain data company. They regularly work with intelligence enforcement agencies. And I have a little excerpt from the article I want to read. So to the extent that cryptocurrency may be used to evade sanctions related to this crisis, <coughs> it likely would have 
happened slowly over the past several months. Caroline Macomb, head of international policy at Chainalysis, told Bloomberg in an email Sunday, any information on relevant wallet addresses will be added to our products and available to our partners immediately. So that just is basically saying that you're going to have to, uh, It's a, it might be a little late to try to evade sanctions without uh, the, the US and Europe being able to kind of track and do something about it. All right. So there's a Reuters reports that Ukraine has raised $13 million in crypto after a crowdfunding appeal. The uh, prime minister and or the vice prime minister, like there's uh, like the heads of the government there have been putting out addresses on Twitter for people to donate to. They brought in 13 million. It's not clear whether or not this includes a 10 million from Binance. My first guess is that it does not. And um, Wall Street Journal, Wall Street Journal has a has a report here that I'd like to share with you. And the title is Russian Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies could be part of future sanctions. Cryptocurrencies make up greater part of Russia's financial system than most other nations due to a distrust in the banking system. The government is figuring out how to sanction Russian crypto. This is the U.S. and European government, the ECB. Uh, European Central Bank has come out and said that we need to get these, these rules passed. The U.S. is also expecting, through the Treasury Department, is also expecting compliance from crypto exchanges. They are expected to comply. If they do not, they will likely be shut down or worse, face criminal charges. This is being, these are warnings to crypto exchanges coming from the government. This means that they will actively monitor addresses, identify blacklisted people and entities, freeze and or do not allow them to interact with their platform, and U.S. European exchanges will not be allowed to do business with any of them. I have a little excerpt here I want to read. Cryptocurrencies make up a greater part of Russia's financial system than most other nations due to a distrust in its banking system, said Marlon Pinto, Pinto, director of investigations at London-based risk advisory firm Another Day. A Russian government report estimates that there are more than 12 million cryptocurrency wallets where the digital assets are stored, opened by Russian citizens, and the amount of the funds is about 2 trillion rubles or $23.9 billion. Russia is the third largest country for Bitcoin mining, the energy-intensive and mathematically complex process by which new Bitcoins are harvested. Iran has used mining to skirt sanctions in the past, and Russia could also do this. They both have plenty of energy to mine their Bitcoin with, and peer-to-peer, the only way really to move money outside of these sanctions is peer-to-peer, and that is a little challenging, and and it would also require an extreme level of sophistication, and it would be hard to get around it in a big way. So, So when money is based on what, how I understand all this stuff that I'm reporting to you, if Russia wanted to skirt extensions, they would have had to have their Bitcoin mining operation up because they would be able to mint new Bitcoin by winning some of the rewards. However, they would also be competing. So it's questionable how much Bitcoin they would have been able to capture. And then they could have turned around and sold that Bitcoin to fund whatever they needed to fund and raise money. And right now, the only real way to do it is peer-to-peer, which means that you're going to need non-blacklisted parties and entities 
to do business with you, which is a big risk. So, you know, who is going to accept this Bitcoin and who's going to accept all these this other cryptocurrency that you're able to mine? That's the big question. And uh, what we read, what we heard in the previous article from Chainalysis is it would have had to be done slowly over a period of time. Otherwise, if there's a massive amount of purchasing and selling, it would we would see extreme volatility in the crypto market. But really, crypto has just, you know, Bitcoin has just been kind of going up and down within a pretty tight range compared to its movement, his previous movement. Anyone participating would be considered a violation of the law in many countries. Therefore, the peer-to-peer is going to be need to be just as elaborate of a money laundering uh, that would have to be the way ad, as it is now with our current financial system. So, like if if uh, you know the funding of terrorism requires these super elaborate uh, money laundering schemes through our current financial system. The difference is with crypto, all the transactions are transparent and there's no need for warrants to watch this, the movement of money. So I do believe in the U.S. and European intelligence agencies. I do think that the U.S. has shown its ability to crack down more and more as time goes on. And as the industry matures, I think we will see a lot of the government intertwine itself with crypto. Either way, we are seeing the use case for it more than ever. And... Who says that crypto has no value? I think that crypt, I think that Ukraine would disagree. It looks like crypto has significant value, even though it doesn't have a country backing it. And so what do you think about this? Do you think that this is a these are positive things? These are negative things. You think this is just a lot to take in right now and process? And you know, that's my position. It's like a lot to take in and process and I'm just kind of watching and paying, trying to pay close attention to what's going on. I have some extra details for you. Uh, Russian central bank has raised its rates to 20% from just over 9%, which would imply that the ruble is having a big challenge due to these sanctions. A lot of people are trying to leave the country. So they're offering 20% for you to stay. Ukrainian and Russian officials are meeting in Belarus. So we'll see how that goes. If a ceasefire is agreed upon, then that could have a positive impact on the markets. And Russian markets are tanking and the ruble is in trouble. Sales of securities are banned by non-residents in Russia. The U.S. dollar is has gained strength. Gold has gone up. Stocks are down. Energy is going, the price of energy is going up. And central banks will likely not stop pumping money into the markets, despite the Fed's plans, and likely will not raise rates, which means we might continue to see kind of easy monetary policy during these times until there's more certainty. So it looks like when the there are all these sanctions it can jam up the piping of the of the banking system so the the banks will have to keep money in uh in supply for these sanctions to hold without causing the rest of the markets to tank what are your thoughts on all of this do you think that this is good or do you think that this is bad for crypto? Remember, we are not here to report on general news. We are here to learn about risk of being a crypto adopter and a big crypto investor and to learn about the adoption of crypto. Those are the two things we need to, to understand in order for us to have a good grip on, on understanding where and when and if one should put money into the crypto space and watch it grow. This is not financial advice. Obviously, I said that in the beginning. So I just want to know, like, what do you think about this? Please leave me a comment below. Like and subscribe. It helps support the channel. It doesn't cost you anything. And I will talk to you all later. Hot on.